Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. You put ranch on the pizza? You put ranch on the pizza. Who puts ranch on the pizza? A lot of people. Life 107.5. Home is where the heart is. Yes, I've seen that stitched on many a pillow. And home is where a lot of us have been spending a lot of extra time the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Home is also the latest setting for Jen. (laughs) Jen did a thing at her home, went out one night last weekend over Labor Day weekend and uh, had a great time and then came back home. And when I came back home, I walked into the house. I heard this noise. I was like, what is this this noise? And it was a continuous noise. Okay. So something just kind of constantly going. Uh, Yeah. and, Mm. And I was like, is it the air purifier? No, it's not the air purifier. Is it? Is it my HVAC? My HVAC? Is it the No. Hmm. No, it's not. Huh. So, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of walking around in the house and I, I'm thinking about it and then not thinking about it. And yeah. then all of a sudden I'm like, no, this doesn't. Oh, and I go, <laughs> I was like in mid sentence with my daughter. I go sprinting for the backyard. Mm-hmm. Five hours before. I had turned on the hose. Oh boy. To give my little lilac bush a drink because uh-huh. I've been told to do that. So I had turned the hose on to the little lilac bush thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to let this happen. And then when I leave, I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. Five hours later. That's a lot of drinking. <laughs> when I turned the hose off, I was like, well, I'm going to pay for that. I mean, when I turned the water off, I was like, this is going to cost me. (laughs) I left the hose on for five hours on my little lilac bush, just giving it a drink and walked away and completely forgot about it. What you got, Pat? I got a top gin story. All right. Top my story, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, was filling a kiddie pool at my parents' house for the grandkids, and uh I think probably let the hose go for a little longer than five hours. (gasps) (laughs) Ended up flooding my parents' basement. Oh, no! There was a lot of water in the basement. Probably could have filled the kiddie pool another couple times. (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to be our castle, right? Mm. You know, our home. Home is your castle. (laughs) Then why do we do so many things to mess it up? (laughs) Because maybe instead of the king of our castle, we're the court jesters of our castle. We just moved into our brand new home. And my husband was hanging a picture up for me. And the next thing I know, I look behind me and there's water flying across the living room. What? What? My husband had hit a water line. Oh, no. So I was pregnant and very emotional. And so I'm like crying uncontrollably. And my daughter, who's two at the time, keeps asking daddy, what's going on? (laughs) And so he gets the water stopped. And so he goes and gets stuff to fix it. Has to cut a hole in our brand new wall. Oh, Yeah, to this day. There is still a hole in the brand new wall with a picture placed over it. (laughs) Hey, Jill, do you have a homemade mistake? Over the weekend, my husband and I went out of town with our oldest son for a band event, and we left our other son at home. That's mistake number one. We came home Monday to an icebox. I had made the mistake of not telling that son to not touch the thermostat. Oh, Oh, boy. 63 degrees in the house when we got home. We had to open all the doors just to get it up to 68. Wow. This is ridiculous. That's going to be a fun energy bill. (laughs) Yes, that was what I told him. He got hot? I mean, what what happened? I don't know. The kid, if I 
didn't know better. I think he was born in a barn. He sleeps with the windows wide open. He said I was hot at night. Turn it off. So he wasn't hot anymore. He sure wasn't. It's not just salad dressings anymore. Okay, so you're saying something is coming out of Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley. The ones that make ranch. Should it have stayed hidden? I don't know. I'm actually kind of intrigued by this. What is it? They now have available for purchase a couple's costume. Cost costumes like dress up costumes. Hidden Valley's getting into the couples costume business. What is it? It is uh, a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. You can dress up like a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch, which will make a lot of Midwesterners happy. I'm and sure. then your sweet one, <laughs> your boyfriend, your, your spouse half, your <laughs> can dress up as a slice of pizza, and so you can be dressed up as pizza and ranch. I don't get it. You don't, you don't get pizza and ranch. No. It's like the classic combo in the Midwest. What? Do you, you put ranch on the pizza? You put ranch on the pizza. Who puts ranch on a pizza? A lot of people. I have never heard of that. Oh, it's... I like dipping the crust in the ranch. That's when it gets really good. You know, when I started ordering pizzas here in Iowa and they kept giving me little containers of things, I kind of wondered what they were for. <laughs> it's for dipping. Wow, I'm taking a lot of heat for this one. Okay, I think it's cute and everything that Hidden Valley Ranch has decided that they're going to branch out and do a couple's costume. I just, I don't know that I can get behind this couple. I I don't think that this should be a couple. Ranch and pizza. It's, it's not a couple. I have not shipped this couple. I don't know that they have the same values. I don't know that they share the same worldview. I just I just don't know if it's going to work out. I, I think they're a match made in heaven. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Should pizza and ranch be a couple? Yes, but I think we got to define what we mean by couple, right? Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I think if you drizzle it on top of the pizza, that's kind of strange. I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I dip the bones, right? The crust at the end. I dip that. <laughs> That's what I do. How many people in yeah. this world call a pizza crust a bone? It's the pizza bones. Yeah, pizza bones. It's like, bone. it's like okay, ribs. Yeah. I think you should be very scared that you and Taylor think alike. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain's in the right place, my friend. Okay, so what I love what you said was I think we need to define the relationship. So pizza and ranch need to have the couple defining relationship They've got to have a DTR. Yeah. <laughs> they have to have the talk. We need to understand where our boundaries are, what you're comfortable with. I mean, it's not an easy thing thing to say but i think sometimes there are couples that don't belong together i mean in this case i don't think pizza belongs with ranch dressing it's not a couple to me i think jen is meddling in a couple that is perfectly happy and who i love spending time with laura do you think pizza and ranch should be a couple definitely not no Oh, my kids are here, too. I have six-year-old twins, and they both say it's definitely not okay. Oh, they okay, don't like it either. thank you. A whole family of smart people. Wow. I love it. You'll grow into it, kids. Don't worry. <laughs> so have you ever heard of this? I mean, do other people that you know do this? I've heard of it. I'm not actually from Iowa. I'm from New Jersey, and when I came to Iowa, I was surprised and shocked all the time at all the things <laughs> that people put ranch on. Yep. Totally blew my mind. Yeah, I'm from the Philadelphia area. I never heard of this. Ever. Welcome to the Midwest. Ranch goes on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Samuel has some very definitive thoughts on pizza and ranch. Ranch dressing does not belong on pizza. Thank you, Samuel. Wow. Neither does pineapple. (laughs) Okay. You are hurting my heart a lot this morning. (laughs) That's a whole nother conversation. I like both of those. And to be honest, I don't like ranch dressing either. Ah, see? 
Man. In fact, I don't like dressing, period. Oh, wait. Okay, don't tell me. Are you one of these people that eats their salad plain? Yep. No way! That's not salad. That's foliage. (laughs) (laughs) Do you at least put salt and pepper on it? No. No. Just a plain salad. Shoestring potatoes are really good on it. Shoestring potatoes on a salad? Okay. Yes. No ranch, but shoestring potatoes instead. I would try that. Yep. Yep. All right, Sparky over there. I'm going to need you to stop getting things wrong on the air. Because what is about to happen here at Life 107.1 is because Taylor was wrong. I thought that they weren't making Dunkaroos anymore. And I said that on the air. And we received multiple emails and Facebook messages to the contrary. Of sightings of Dunkaroos in central Iowa and beyond. Now, if you don't know what a Dunkaroo is, neither did I until Taylor got it wrong. I thought they were safely no longer made. But I I am holding a tray of Dunkaroos. And, and Someone mailed them to uh-huh. us. Somebody, Tracy, <laughs> mailed them to us. All Thank right? you, Tracy. It was very important for her that we experience this and, and that you know that you were wrong. Yeah. All right. So because he was wrong. I'm opening mine. I am, I'm holding this little aquamarine blue-green tray, which he couldn't see because he's colorblind. Mm. But anyway, it's a blue-green tray, and it's got on one side little teeny tiny vanilla cookies. Which, did they used to be bigger? I feel like I remember them no, being like... you used to be smaller. Okay, these right. are about the size of a nickel. And then over here on the other side is this, um, I mean, like legit, this looks like confetti frosting. Oh, oh it's totally funfetti frosting. Okay, f- confetti frosting, and I'm supposed to dunk it. You dunk... I'm supposed to dunk this cookie in this confetti. You dunk the cookie in the frosting. I just, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Dunk-a-roo. I'm dunking... <laughs> I'm doing a taste test of uh-huh. Dunkaroos. At my age, this should not be permitted. No, it's just really not. This is for young people. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> you don't like it? Oh my okay, that was my sugar quota for There's the day. There's so much sugar. No, <laughs> that was all the sugar I was allowed Actually, to have in one single day. I'm looking at the nutrition facts. No, don't do that. It's the same amount of sugar as a bowl of cereal. What kind of cereal are you eating? Cheerios. And no... This has more sugar than Cheerios. This, this has 29 grams of sugar, 29 grams of carbs. Really? That's it? Right? Wow. So they're basically healthy. <laughs> no, they're not. Nutritious part of this balanced breakfast. So apparently I was asleep in the 90s because mm. I had no idea that these things even existed. Thank you to Tracy for sending us <laughs> Dunkaroos. They make me Dunk- so happy. Making a comeback. And Justin has something he wants to tell Taylor about them. You are aware there's a Dunkaroo cereal in that row, right? <laughs> oh, I wasn't. And I don't think I needed to know that. They are around still. Okay. Do is, you is it eat good? them? Have you tried it? I have not tried the cereal. Okay. I will tell you, I have two boys myself so went back in the past a little bit. With nice. the Dunkaroos? So much dad used to eat with Dunkaroos, yeah. What were their verdicts? They weren't really into them. <laughs> really? They do give off a powerful punch of sugar, though. I will say that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, how old are your boys? Uh, 13 and 9. Okay, yeah. See, they have more discriminating taste than my co-host. I'm going to say, I feel like that's the prime <laughs> age to enjoy these. I, I feel a little ashamed. No, I'm pretty sure it's like 6 and 7, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a friend tell you something and you think... That is so brilliant. I must use it. On occasion, I've heard that. Well, we were talking about how ranch dressing and pizza should not be a couple. A lot of people said they should. (laughs) Just saying. Got a message from a friend Mm -hmm. who said her husband 
was not a fan of ranch dressing, just like me, not a fan at all. So what she would do, and these are her words, if I wanted to make sure that he didn't eat something of mine, I'd either put ranch on it or I would put the ranch bottle in front of it and put what I wanted to keep from him behind it and hide my food from him by using a bottle of ranch dressing. She would create a ranch dressing barrier. And, I was and like, he wouldn't go through it. That is so brilliant. <laughs> that is so brilliant. Hiding food from him by using ranch. So would I be able to do that in my refrigerator by just making a wall of pickles for Lindsay? Yeah, because... She wouldn't want to get it. She doesn't even want to look behind the pickles. Oh, man. That's a different level of intensity to protect your own food. But like, just put ranch on it. This, this is husband repellent. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Uh, What were the links that you went to to hide food? When I was growing up, I had four siblings, and I was the second oldest. And so I worked quite a bit. I babysat a lot and worked at a job. And so I would buy myself special snacks or treats that I didn't want to share with the family. Sure. So I would go behind my bed, and then behind my bed I had a vent, and I would unscrew the vent and hide my food in there. (laughs) That's amazing. Nobody ever found it. Nobody found it? Do your brothers and sisters know now? I don't think they do. But, you know, I have been very tempted to hide my snacks from my husband that way now that I'm an adult. I believe it's like survival. Mm -hmm. When pushed, we will do what is necessary to hide our stuff. When I was young, I used to drink pop. Mm -hmm. You know those, uh, the bottles. That they used to come in. Oh, yeah. I love those little glass bottles. Yeah. I used to hide mine because I would never get my Mountain Dew. I would stick it in the, um, where you bake. You put it in the oven? No, not in the oven. Oh, what is that called? Come on, Taylor. (laughs) Oh, this is my responsibility now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think. It's part of the oven. The broiler drawer. Yeah. (laughs) I stuck one in there. And I didn't realize it, and I forgot about it until my mom turned on the oven, and (laughs) boom! Oh, boy. (laughs) There are much better places to hide a glass bottle of pop. Well, I didn't know that at the time. I was small. So I thought just hiding my special foods like chocolate, anything, Mm -hmm. in my baking closet. I thought that was pretty ingenious. And then we heard from Marika. I have an empty box of grape nuts that have been in my cupboard for probably seven or eight years, and that's where I put all the good stuff. (laughs) You hide the good stuff in a grape nuts box. Girl Scout cookies, Reese's miniatures, anything that I get for me is in a box of grape nuts. We have moved four times. That box has moved with us, and my kids have never caught on. And we have a winner! So no one questions that you've had the same box of grape nuts for the better part of a decade. Well, I'm the only one that gets groceries, so I don't know if they think I keep replacing it. But nobody's ever seen me eat grape nuts because they're disgusting. I got the box out of the recycling at my grandmother's house. And it's been in my cupboard for years, and my kids have never figured it out. Do you have that person in your life that constantly speaks in movie quotes? I do. And her name is Jen. If she says something that I don't understand, I just assume it's from a rom-com. I love rom-com.
rom-coms, okay? I am not ashamed to admit it. I love them all, and I quote them often. But my dear friend Taylor, months ago, suggested a way to make them even better. (laughs) And it's through Pirate Speak. So he decided when International Day of the Pirate, Talk Like a Pirate, came around, that Taylor was going to say some of our very (laughs) favorite... Romantic comedy lines like a pirate. Now, here's the thing. If you would like to get involved, you may call 515-327-1071. You may talk like a pirate or you may suggest a line. Yar. <laughs> All right. You know what me favorite CCM artist is. Who is your favorite CCM artist, Taylor? Matt Marr. <laughs> line from a oh, yeah. romantic comedy there, Pirate Taylor. <laughs> I have to protect my throat on this Pirate Hohulin! Yar! Love means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> I'm just a lad standing in front of a lassie asking her to love him. <laughs> you had me at Ahoy! <laughs> That's all I can do right now. I need to let my throat recover. <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing this. I mean, we have literally talked about doing this for the last five years, and we always forget. <laughs> International Talk Like a Pirate Day is today, which means Taylor is going to be saying mm, all of my favorite lines from romantic comedies, but like a pirate. Because what goes better together than <laughs> rom-coms and pirate lines? Now, Todd has some concerns. If you're going to do a pirate, you got to know what a pirate's favorite letter is. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Well, what do you think it is? Is it the C? <laughs> it is the C. Most people say R. <laughs> now, you have to tell that joke in a pirate voice. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing this. I've been doing a lot of research about pirates. Uh. Did you know? I, I didn't realize this. They all buried their treasure only 18 inches deep. Why? Because booty is only shin deep. <laughs> Ow! You! Isn't that the best pirate joke you've ever heard? I can't believe I fell for that. I mean, to be fair, you're rarely going to run into a pirate. Really, only 3.14% of sailors are pirates. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You are using your microwave wrong, but it's not us telling you this. It's science. Science! Science says you're getting it wrong. Yeah, science says that when you put your food in the microwave, and you probably do what I do, right? You put it in there, and you put it right dead center in the middle of that glass yeah. dish that's so in there. It spins around perfectly. Exactly. That's not how you're supposed to do it. Nope. When you put something in the microwave, did you know that you are supposed to put it on the edge of the glass dish so it will go around and around and around on the edge and it will heat up evenly that way. Did you know I I learned this on Friday (laughs) over the weekend I heated something up in the microwave. Oh, you tried this? No, because I was like, this feels wrong. I'm going to put it in the middle. I'm going to do it the wrong way anyway. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. And that's not it. That's not all. There's other things that we are not doing. Did you know? That when you heat two things in the microwave, you should put the second thing elevated, 
like you should put like a microwave safe cup or something in there and elevate that second thing of food so that they are in two different They're like staggered and yes. they can rotate around each other and that will heat them up better. I shouldn't need an engineering degree to use my microwave. That's not why they were invented. So microwaves are supposed to make things convenient, and uh-huh. they do sometimes. But sometimes when you use them wrong, they also make things really, really messy. Right, Sarah? When I was younger, I did not understand the whole, like, you know, chicken, egg thing. I just thought chicken lays an egg. If it stays warm long enough, it turns into a chick. (laughs) Okay. So one day I decided, well, maybe I could take one of these eggs in the refrigerator and warm it up in the microwave, get it warm, and then we could let it, you know, grow into a chicken. So I took an egg. And I put the whole egg into the microwave. Needless to say, there was an explosion. And it wasn't a chickens. No chickens. No chickens. <laughs> Only a very messy and loud explosion. It can save your life. I mean, for me with two teenagers, it is so nice to have microwavable meals oh, yeah. and snacks when they want something hot. I love that microwave. But sometimes, sometimes that microwave is the source of some great stories. When microwaves became like really popular in homes in like the mid 70s, I remember when we got our first microwave mm-hmm. and my dad could not wait to put a hot dog in it. Oh, yeah. He's just like, this is going to be the most amazing technology. I mean, he's, he was probably my age now, so imagine, you know, like growing up with mm-hmm. no kitchen technology. Yeah, and exactly. all of a sudden, you've got this microwave that can, like, do the job of boiling in 30 seconds. And he just sat there and microwaved hot dog after hot dog after hot dog after hot dog after hot dog. And every time he opened the door, he went, Wow. <laughs> of all the things to, to be so excited to put in a microwave. <laughs> Finally. We had two packages of microwaved hot dogs and nobody wanted to eat them. But. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 one app.